Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is October 1st, 2022. Uh, hopefully you paid your landlord. I gotta do that. <laughs> um, hopefully you've had a good one. Um, I don't know if you can tell by my voice, if you've been keeping up. I'm doing a lot better. I'm feeling a lot better. I think, yeah, we came around after... I want to say around Wednesday. I feel like that was when we really like peaked over, which makes sense. You know, about a week after I got my medicine, all kind of lined up. So I was very happy about that. Huzzah. Uh, Let's see. Further into the new, uh, the personal news corner, if you will, Isaiah Corner. Uh, Not too much on the food, sadly. I'm sorry to disappoint. I did uh, make some at home chicken tikka masala, which was good. Didn't disappoint. Um, let's see. Uh, the weird thing about it though, I don't have any naan at home. I'm sorry. I'm perping and I just have like a bunch of tortillas. So I just used a few of those. I'm sorry. You can cancel me. Uh, let's see. What else is there? Um, not much. Not much. I mean, it was a good week. I'm happy. So that's, that's nice. You know, we're in good spirits. I feel good. You know, I don't know how, if you feel that way where you, you've come out of some sickness stuff, you know, it's just like, oh, actually, no, I do have, <laughs> I do have a bit of a personal thing. Um, I went out. I went out drinking with a friend. And maybe this is some, uh, this is 30 shit. But, or maybe I'm just a lightweight. I don't know. But I went out with a friend in, on a Wednesday because, you know, like I said, I was breaking through that day. And I'm like, man, I haven't gone out. I really haven't, like, hung out with people. I've, like, barely worked even. Like, man, like, I, I'm kind of cooped up. And my friend was like, you know, I'm, I'm having a crazy day. Let's let's go out. Let's get some drinks. I'll get some food, yada, yada, yada. So I was like, Wednesday? I mean, I've done this on a Thursday. So, yeah, why not? Like, we can do this. We can do this. So I wind up doing a margarita night kind of situation and I want to say after like, you know, three margarita drinks, I was done. And I was like, that's okay. Like, that's fine. Like, that wasn't the bad part. Like, I'm getting to that. I get home and then I'm just not well. Like, I'm just, and I'm like, oh, you know, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm just going to go to sleep and it's fine. I wake up. And I proceed to puke 11 times, 11 times. So I had to call off work again. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I thought I was better and I am better, but now I'm puking. Bile for what? <laughs> but uh, I think my issue is just I'm doing bad like food math, definitely bad water math. I do not drink enough water. Uh, and I think I'm just more acute to those things as I get older. And uh, I, I can't just tank things. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, I, I think I just gotta pace myself better, like, life-wise. Because, like, I drink a little bit, you know, here and there. But, um, and I, well, what am I saying? I drink a little bit here and there. I drink every day. <laughs> I drink, but it's, it's not much, guys. I, I'm not an alcoholic. I swear, I swear. I, I do, like, a, a beer and a shot, like, every day. And that's about it. Usually, you know, take the edge off of a long day at work. That's, that's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm no different from your wine mom, um, but 
yeah, I think I just got to pace myself a little better. I think I need to eat normal food instead of just three pretzels and say, yeah, I'm going to be fine today to drink alcohol on a random Wednesday. So maybe a lesson learned. We'll see. I hope. Um, But on that note, we can get into some news. I hate to say it, guys, but this is like going to be pretty much like an all out Ukraine Russia episode. I don't get too stoked about getting so bogged down in this. You know, this has been the whole year since like February. You know, I've said it before, I'll say it again, mia culpa, I, you know, but this is the news, and I mean, yes, I know there's going to be other things, and I'm going to try to get as much coverage on some other stuff um, in the episodes to come, but um, you know how it is, at least once a week, I got to give you your Ukraine-Russia dosage, and, ooh, excuse me, it's a big one, baby, <laughs> so open up that butt, I, I don't know, actually, you wouldn't have to open up your butt for any shot, but what okay okay let's get into some news so let's see yahoo news also from the bbc news edward snowden granted russian citizenship now i thought this was going to be like tip of the spear big news but things really went out this week things really popped off and i also employ you too to like you know if you're you know a newsy you know if you're dedicated if you're about it Actually, we're going to be doing some shout-outs, you know, because it's, it's the first of the month. But, um, yeah, I thought this was going to be the big news, but things things went off. But the news here was essentially Edward Snowden is officially now a Russian citizen. Um, if you're not hit to Edward Snowden, he was a person who, you know, blew the whistle, you know, some say leaked um you know if you're talking to like you know russian or if you're talking to u.s government you know he is uh he's done some really crazy shit espionage level betrayal shit but um essentially he leaked extensive u.s intelligence surveillance operations uh but yeah he's been granted um russian citizenship it was granted or the decree was signed by russian president vladimir putin on monday uh, let's see. He hasn't made any public comments, though. I was kind of surprised. I was kind of waiting for that. But like I said, other things popped off and I quickly forgot. But I mean, I don't know. I really don't want to dwell too much on this. I know some people have been talking like, well, <laughs> isn't that funny that he gets citizenship and now he could be like, you know, enlisted into the Russian army now? Because, you know, that is a thing because he is a Russian citizen. Also, Something I kind of wanted to get into, I guess we can kind of talk about now, but a bit of an update on that was, uh, you know, the enlistment procedure with like 300,000 uh, army reservists, you know, that's been happening as well as the whole referend- re- referendum thing, you know, on the four regions, you know, to kind of solidify that those have been kind of happening and popping off, you know, we'll definitely try to cover that a little bit more as we go on this episode, but Putin has come out and actually apologize for problems and errors that have kind of been happening and i should put up like you know quotations there because i don't think any of this was accidental i think this was rushed out i think it was vague on purpose because you just wanted to push this and yet again this is a really great example of the fact that we live in an age that is painfully online you know it's not just me and but what i mean by that is like technology is at our disposal And these things can spread around so quickly, so fast. You don't get the situations that you had 
in even your 80s, 90s, where like, oh, they can potentially get away with some of this sly shit. Um, so I'm now surprised that, you know, Putin came out and, and made an apology publicly. Uh, but I mean, you had situations where literally you're seeing old men, like in their 50s, people you didn't think like, you these people weren't supposed to be, you know, enlisted why are they here why are why are they at training now but they had old men they were just enlisting a bunch of people they were literally grabbing people in protests and saying yeah here's your papers buddy here you go like there was a story from um the new york times and they interviewed someone who more or less is hiding out because he's fleeing like he knows that his papers were already coming his job like already issued him to him but essentially, he's, I think, like, this job is, like, cool, and he's, like, hiding out of his job, and I think he then made a push to, like, you know, leave with a friend. So, I mean, shit is crazy. It's, it's wild. Uh, some other stuff that popped off, though, we can move on to the next bump from the Associated Press. 17 dead, 24 wounded, and school shooting in Russia. So, this is something that is unrelated, but... It took place at school number 88 in SSV. S, I'm sorry, guys. Ooh. It's Hevix, a city 960 kilometers or 600 miles. Thank you, because we are in America, uh, east of Moscow in the Udmurtia region. So uh, the gunman was a 34 year old Artyom. Kanstev, uh, he was a graduate of the same school, and he was wearing a black t-shirt bearing Nazi symbols. Uh, there was no details about his motive that's been released. I do think, though, that he is, uh, he, like, sent a warning to the school saying, like, you know, I'm coming to do this, and I think more or less it was just said to the point of, like, he just was doing it to, out of hate. And so it doesn't seem like it was related to the war or anything like that, but he killed, uh, let's see, yeah, 17 people, including 11 children. Also, 24 people were wounded, including 22 children. Uh, and then he uh, put the gun on himself. And then also, it is said that, you know, he was, you know, I think like, a part of, like, a psychiatric situation. So he was, you know, in treatment for that. But essentially, I think he had found a way to get a non-lethal handgun, and then he adapted it to fire real bullets. So at least that's from what the Russian National Guard has said. Um, Let's see. Kremlin spokesman Dmitry Peskov described the shooting as a terrorist act, and said Russian uh, President Vladimir Putin has given all necessary orders to the res- to the relevant authorities. Uh, President Putin deeply mourns deaths of people and children in the school where a terrorist act took place. Peskov told reporters on Monday. Um, and there's some more, you know, facts and details in the article. But that was just really sad. It was definitely unrelated. But once again, just went to go to show like the chaotic energy right now that is in Russia, that is in, you know, Ukraine is just really going. And I was like, whoa, okay, definitely wanted to cover that for sure. Didn't want to miss that. 
Um, granted, I mean, that's everywhere. Obviously, we have plenty of shootings in America. I have just taught really, <laughs> been trying to take a break. And, um, I mean, luckily there hasn't been, like, too many of relevance, at least making big headlines, at least that I've seen. But, yeah, I mean, we definitely have them. We will have them more, sadly. But, um, actually, another shooting that happened, um, granted, I think the recruiter that was shot was just wounded. But this is, yeah, yet again, in Russia. I got this from PBS. A Russian military recruiter shot at enlistment office amid troop call-up. So let's see. Once again, this is you know related to the whole enlistment situation. Um, they have the name of the person here. Um, I can just read part of it. In the attack in the Siberian city of Ust-Ilmysk, 25-year-old local resident Ruslan Zinin walked into the enlistment office saying, no one will go to fight and we will go, all go home now, according to local media reports. Um, he then fired at an enlistment officer and, um, you know, he wounded him. But then I think, you know, obviously he was, you know, apprehended. And I believe from what I heard from, you know, other sources, like, you know, BBC, you know, that's a good reference for me, that podcast. I'd be listening to it a daily on the time. But, uh, essentially his friend had been enlisted and like, you know, that really upset him. It really charged him up and, you know, he went and did what he did. Now, like I said, the commandant, he, I think is going to be okay, but it just kind of goes to show that the temperature is very high right now. People do not want to go. Like this is where the rubber really meets the road. It's been really interesting to hear all sides of this from Russia. Yet again, because of the power of technology. Internet is really moving. It's a whole ass highway. But you hear the traditional old style take. And I mean, you've heard it here in America. But it's definitely of your, of old, I feel. But um, where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm honored that my son is going to go and fight and honestly, it's better that they go and fight and maybe get wounded than sit at home and be lazy. And it's like, what? What are you what are you talking about? But you have to understand that the people who are saying this, they are heavily leaning on the information that they get in Russia. They are heavily leaning on state media. Like, and in this situation, the only way I can really like equivalent that would be like you're only listening to like Biden state of the offices and Fox News all day and I don't know what CNN only you know pick your poison and that would be it it's very biased very slanted situation and you're just leaning on that information so that's those people who are saying that but then there are other people who are like this is crazy like this is insane and when it started they said okay that's fucked up you know this military operation whatever you want to call it this is wild but you could definitely tell, once again, referencing back to that NY Times thing, where for a lot of people, once this whole decree about, you know, the enlistment happened, it really hit home. Because it's like, oh, this isn't going to be some quick, short thing. Like, I could actually have to fight in this. I might actually die in this. And that really hits home for a lot of people. That's not crazy. That's not evil. That's just how human beings are. I think... um, for me, and I'm, you know, making it personal, 
I remember, you know, obviously 9-11, yada, yada, crazy, you know, next thing you know, we're, we're doing our whole Middle Eastern tour, Afghanistan, Iraq, all that shit. Um, I remember I started thinking to myself, like, hey, I did that FAFSA thing, and they have that whole thing where you have to check the box so you understand that you're now, like, you know, you're definitely enlisted to, like, you know, selective service or whatever. And I was like, wouldn't it be crazy if that happened? And I mulled that over, and I believe in in the future, it's triggered, like, multiple weird nightmares for me. <laughs> but you have to understand that I, even then, I wasn't thinking about that shit heavy, and that just that just rolled past my brain. Now, imagine if that happens. Imagine if that worst-case scenario unfolds. I'm probably not trying to do this shit. Like, I don't have that fucking patriotic fervor. I'm not, I'm not down. I'm really not. Not for some bullshit that I don't believe in. And you're seeing that happen now. Um, you know, people are protesting. You know, there's been, I actually got this from the article. Um, scattered arson fires or scattered arson attacks on enlistment offices and protests in Russian cities against the call-up that has resulted in at least... 2,000 arrests. And like I said earlier, not only are these arrests, there are people who are then rounded up in a protest and being like, here's your papers. Now you're going to go anyway. Like, that's insane. That's insane, brother. So, um, yeah. I just want to get a coverage on those two shootings for sure. Definitely two different. One related, one unrelated to the war. But, yeah. Very wild shit. <sighs> Let's see. Next one we got from Yahoo News slash the AFP. Leaders blame Russia-Europe pipeline leaks on sabotage. Okay, now I'm going to preface this on, there's obviously the article, but then I'm going to put on the whole uh, conspiratory uh, tinfoil hat here and let you know that there's going to be some speculation on this one. For sure. Like, I mean, obviously, you are tuning in a broadcast that is about, it has my name on top of news. So, you know, take that as you will. Um, I'm just not trying to Alex Jones anybody here. I'm just keeping shit on the level because you do have freedom of speech, but you should make sure that people understand what the discourse is. You know what I mean? You should not be leading them to something that you are saying is a fact that is clearly just something you are making the fuck up and you have nothing to root it in. You know? That's how you should do these kind of things. That's how you should work with the podcasting platforms that you have. But hey, that's just me. I'm just a poor boy. (laughs) But yeah, essentially, this is over sabotage on the Nord Stream pipelines. And I say sabotage with like quotations, but no, it definitely is sabotage. The situation is um, there were some explosions that were noted. And the next thing you know, you see leaks and it looks like there were three of them. And this takes place on the Nord Stream pipelines one and two. Now, in this article, it actually shows you, and it actually helped me out a lot. Because I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm dumb, guys. If you haven't figured that out yet, if you've listened, you can tell I'm not very smart. I only have a high school degree. I should I have no business in this. I'm wading in waters too deep. But here I am swimming, baby. Um, but Nord Stream one and two, essentially it's one big pipeline and i believe from what i'm looking at here it 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 is two though like it's forked in into one so there were three explosions and which led to these gas leaks and you know essentially shutting it down now granted Nord Stream 1 and 2 have already been shut down Nord Stream 2 never really got started of course and Nord Stream 1 
they were saying, hey, we're having issues or whatever. It's kind of wink, wink, nudge, nudge, kind of sanction related. (laughs) And so it hasn't really been operational for a bit now. Excuse me. So it's already been more or less decommissioned, but now it's decommissioned. Um, But we don't know who the culprit is. Now, all sides, a lot of sides, are blaming Russia. Russia has come out and said, we definitely think it's sabotage, but it's not us. Um, And, you know, the U.S. is just saying, yeah, it's sabotage. Quiet. Zipper emoji. (laughs) Like, that's it. Um, What was it? I was listening to, gosh, I cannot remember. And I I wish I had the, the reference here. But essentially, they were talking about um, Biden and how it was like, hey, Biden, like, um, you know, you're saying like, look, what's going to like, how are you how are you going to stop this situation with Nord, like, you know, with the Russian gas thing, like them threatening it? Like, well, we're just going to shut it down. Well, how are you going to do that? And he was kind of mum on that. Now, I'm not trying to sit there and say, like, you know, the U.S. or the West you know, Western interests are who the who game here. But I do think when you do think about it, it's kind of weird to say, why would Russia blow up its own pipeline? Like, and, and for me, I was thinking to myself, like, well, uh, maybe there's some way to like reverse siphon the gas. Like maybe there's some cool, quirky, cool thing that I don't know about, but I haven't heard that, you know? So there's no reason to think that there's anything to gain from blowing it up. Like, Russia doesn't get anything out of it. They just, they're the ones who can control it. They have the lever and they say, okay, it's, it's not working. Um, so why would it get blown up? You know, who, who benefits? It's the whole, like, you know, que bono shit. Um, and I mean, what is it? I think Denmark and, um, some other, gosh, I think it was, it might be Sweden. I don't know. I'm kind of loose on this one, on this part, but, um, you know, they've been sent out to kind of, you know, patrol, yeah, Swedish, Swedish, um, you know, you know, investigate, look into this shit, um, also, I think it was kind of insinuated too, I think, what is it, Denmark or something was trying to open up their own pipeline, because, you know, they're, you know, all of the Western European areas are, like, looking for alternatives, like, look, we're trying to honor these sanctions, we're trying not to work with them, um, we gotta do some scrambling, and it's been kind of alleged, like, well, maybe they did this to kind of send a message. And it's like, now that was a take that I heard from the BBC at the top of the week. And I'm like, I mean, okay. But, like, that doesn't, you don't stand, like, people know that Russia could do this. They know that Russia's capable of anything. They're literally the wild card here for the top of the year starting this special military operation slash fucking war. So they don't need to, like, flex. It's weird. So who knows who knows if we'll ever get an answer on this um i guess the take at isaiah's newsstand is question mark question mark question mark uh but it's certainly sabotage i definitely don't think this was an accident lightning doesn't strike three times especially in something like this um also to give you a quick uh deeper explanation um the way the pipeline is set up is it is reinforced with steel and then on top of said steel, it is reinforced in concrete. So it's not like these things just bust and um, something happens. Like clearly the people who are looking at this monitoring, monitoring this are like, no, it is an explosion. This happened. Uh, the question is just who done it? 
So, um, you know, gonna have to figure it out, maybe. Um, but I, I don't, I don't really have the tools, so we'll just move on from there. Um, let's see. In the next article, we got from Yahoo News. You know, I usually keep it there, but also, once again, this is Associated Press. Uh, Russia to annex more of Ukraine on Friday at the Kremlin. Um, essentially, this is just an update on the referendum stuff. Essentially, they've been moving forward with it. Uh, they got the quote-unquote green light. They got the votes in their favor, but we all kind of knew that was going to happen. And uh, essentially, this <coughs> is the same rollout, I believe, that happened in 2014. Now, maybe other people would debate that and say, oh, well, in Crimea, it was different, like yada, yada, yada. But I don't know. I, I really do feel like this really does kind of go to show that this has been the operation. And because, you know, Ukraine has been making the push that it's made and been regaining territory and gaining ground, that Russia said, look, we need to solidify these things. We need to make it official. And... I mean, the scary thing is that now that these four areas are, quote unquote, Russian territory, at least according to Russia and Russia only in places that, you know, are aligned with them. Where do we stand when these areas are getting pushed and attacked? Are you going to declare war? Are you going to open up more mobilizations? Are you going to back up those nuclear threats? Because you're saying this is Russian ground now. I don't know who can we'll find out. Right. Actually, you know, we're going to get into that on our last bit about the, you know, Russia and Ukraine in, which we'll, we'll get into quickly soon. But yeah, essentially uh, the four regions, uh, the Luhansk, the Donetsk, Kherson in the Zaporizhia region. Obviously, the Zaporizhia region, honestly, is super scary to me. Um, a lot of talk this week talking about the nuclear shit. Um, you know, if you're already talking about the tactical shit, we've already had issues at this plant like. Are you really just willing to like go full scorched earth potentially? And especially because you're claiming this area. It's it's so complicated. It's so awkward. Um, but I mean, we're going to be going through the layers of this onion in the future, I'm assuming, right? Um, but yeah. Um, also, though, in this article is going to lead us into the next article. Uh, the area of Lyman. Uh, which is, I believe, a part of the, uh, what is it? Which part of the four? Let me run back at the top. Doo -doo -doo -doo. Thank you for bearing with me, guys. Uh, I believe it's part of the uh, Hassan reason, if I'm not mistaken. At least it's like, you know, semi-adjacent to it. But um, actually, we'll just read the top of it. Once again, we're at the PBS, kind of doing a loop. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, got this from the PBS. Uh, Russia withdraws troops from Lyman after Ukraine encircles key eastern city. So this is kind of calling it right here. Um, you know, essentially making a play for this area saying, well, what are you going to do? Because you, this is part of your region, right? You've declared this as Russian land, but guess what? It's still ours and we're still going to keep fighting for it. Um, also, though, in this article, it does cover a couple things that I definitely wanted to talk about. It does kind of show that, look, Russia's not playing around. They did a missile strike on civilians that were heading from Russia, like, to this area, I believe. And uh, they blew up a whole convoy, just just hit it, uh, and which is really sad. Um, 
let's see, I believe 24 civilians were killed in the attack. Um, yeah, they were trying to flee the Kupiansk district. Um, and 13 people, 13 children, I'm sorry, and a pregnant woman were among the dead. So, I mean, clearly they're showing, hey, like, we aren't taking that as okay. Like, it's the whole, like, deserves will be shot mantra. Um, also, I've heard, you know, just more coverage in terms of people like, fleeing, how the borders look. Super, super hardcore, scary situation. You know, once again, you're hearing people waiting, like, you know, 20 plus hours in like a driving line queue trying to cross the border. People saying fuck it and walking across. Um, you know, people, you know, being mocked by like soldiers saying like, oh, you know, you guys are fleeing. Like, that's so fucked up. You guys are like terrible. Da, 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 da. So, I mean, I mean, these are the kind of things I guess you can expect in these kind of situations where you have people leaving and, and fleeing. But, um, yeah, I mean, essentially, these people were trying to flee the area that are saying, hey, well, we're not Russian, like, nah, and they're saying, nah, you're going to get blown up if you leave. So, I mean, that's crazy. Uh, also, this is in the article, a little bit of a tangent, but these kind of situations, the whole situation of the of the referendum um, has led to NATO, quote-unquote, fast-tracking uh, Ukraine into the NATO alliance, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <coughs> what else did I want to hit? Uh, let's see. After Friday's land grab, Russia now claims sovereignty over 15% of Ukraine. So, I mean, we'll see if they can hold it. We'll see if, if they mean it. Um, and then also, in Washington, President Joe Biden signed a bill Friday that provides another infusion, more than $12.3 billion in military and economic aid linked to the war in Ukraine. Now, this is once again a little bit of a tangent because not only was this was honestly the minor part, if you're looking at it from the American perspective, because if we didn't get this bill passed, it was going to lead to potentially government stoppages, like at least temporary or partial. Yeah, partial is the word I'm looking for, partial. So partial government shutdown. um, So that was good. I wanted to get that in there in case I don't get it in the mix um, for the rest of the weekend, week episodes, whatever. Um. And uh, more or less that concludes the main Ukraine-Russia bit. So thank you. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, sadly, we have a somber end here before I take the little break. Uh, this one's going to go out to Coolio. Rest in power. Um, he died at the age of 59. Got this from Yahoo News. So we'll just you know, do that there and you know, you know, do a little smoke for him. Then I guess I'll do a little talk. I got to do my little drinky drink too, of course, you know. I wish I was brazy enough to like, you know, spill alcohol on my carpet, but I'm not. But obviously, you know, most people remember him from Gangster's Paradise. That's for me. That was the main one. Also, uh, Fantastic Voyage. I forget like roller skating and like doing fun shit to that song. And um, yeah, that's definitely a banger. Um, also actor, um, was it once again, BBC reminding me that he was in the surreal life? Like, yes, uh, he was giving us reality. So, you know, he's going to be missed. Um, sadly he died, I believe of cardiac arrest. 
he was like out with a friend and he went to like the bathroom and he just never came back super sad but um you know yeah it's 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 always sad to see anyone go especially when it's music there's always a tie there it really connects us and um you know when that when that tie is you know severed in a way at least in the mortal way that the it it, it 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 sucks. It's a bummer. So, um, you know, our thoughts and prayers with the family, of course, and um, you know, definitely play Gangsta's Paradise today. You know, if you if you're if you're if you're partaking, roll roll a fucking hog's leg and do that for Coolio. I know I'm gonna try to do that. So, um, thank you for sticking around for the episode. I know it's necessarily not the funnest talking about war and all that kind of shit. Um, but thank you, thank you for listening to me. Oh, you're so kind. Um, if you would be further kind, I would love if you would become a newsie. And what's a newsie, you ask? A newsie is someone who has given, you know, at least $5 donation. And essentially with that donation, you're helping out the podcast. You're making it better, hopefully. I mean, worst case scenario, you're putting you're putting food in my mouth. <laughs> That's definitely happened. I will I will attest to that. Um, you know, I'm a starving artist out here, okay? Making this content ain't easy, all right? Um, but I do enjoy it. I, I do it for the love. I mean, obviously, I'm more or less doing it for free. Even if these, even if the people who donate didn't donate, I would still do it. Because I, I enjoy knowing that there's at least some people out there who are listening. I think that, that shit is crazy. That shit is so cool. Like, I love that. And uh, it pushes me to try to make this better. It pushes me to try to, like, do it better. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll get to my shout outs. Uh, Stephanie Renee, thank you. You're the queen. You're the alpha. Um, you're the best. I like ya. And then Denver McIntosh. I think I'm getting this name right this time. I'm snapping for the kids. Thank you, King. Thank you for, for putting five on it for your boy. You're rad. You're awesome. And and also to the other listeners, thank you. Thank you so much. Also, I didn't tell you other stuff you get. Obviously, you get, you get the shout out. Awesome. That happens like once a month or whatever. Um, you also get Discord access. If you want to use that, that's cool. Discord's fun. Trying to build a community there. Um, as well as a shout out. You can always, if you want to like throw a news article at me, I will talk about said news news article. I love sharing, you know, as long as it's nothing like weird or cry. Like actually, even if it is weird or crazy, I kind of might want it. I'm I emojiing at it. Um, that's on the table. Um, also, th- there's an extended part of the package if you wanted if you want to debate me. I mean, granted, I don't think I'm going to do that um, on the podcast, but that's a thing. If you want, you know, like a five minute debate session. If you want, you can get it out. You can work it out. I know sometimes people on the internet, they need to do that. The haters, that's more for the haters, but hey, haters with money, come at me. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's more or less the package. You can take it. You can leave it. That's okay. I, once again, I'm just glad you stayed. Uh, let's see. Free ways to contact me. IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. That's a free way. You can do that. And I'm like on all the socials. You can even find me on Tumblr. Tumblr. I still have a Tumblr account, okay? Not the podcast, but like you can find me. And the podcast is on Twitter. It's on Facebook. It's on Instagram. So there's ways to contact. You can get involved. You can interact with me. You can get parasocial with moi. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a good one. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.